Welcome to the Fantasy Ace Ball Podcast. This is your host, Tim Kanak. You can find me on X, X, Twitter, Twix, whatever, at Fantasy Ace Ball. You can find my written work over on Friends with Fantasy Benefits. However, there will not be a written article this week because I just got back from Disney World and I am exhausted. Just took a three-year-old, a two-year-old, a one-year-old, and my pregnant wife to Disney. And we were there from Sunday until today. Tons of walking, tons of crying, tons of diapers. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. But going to Disney World with that many young children is a lot of work. So it's fun. But like I said, a lot of work. Anywho. Uh, I am kind of weeing this podcast. I have very, very bad notes <laughs> that I just made over the course of like the last hour, uh, which should tell you how much time I usually spend. I usually spend a good, I don't know, six, seven, eight hours prepping uh, every single pod and article, writing the articles. So it takes a lot of time, put a lot of time into this, uh, this one, weeing a little bit. So hope you enjoy. Gabe might jump in. Raymond is... Too busy uh, watching Michigan college football. And Mizzou, my team, 3-0. That's right. Kansas State, take that. 61-yard field goal to win it. Love it. Anyway, uh, some of the things going on in baseball. David Stearns, which everybody knew this was going to happen, became the president of the Mets. So, surprise, surprise. And then the Red Sox, they fired Hein Bloom before the end of the season. And I really understand that. I think they should have given him one more year. Uh, I mean, they made him like trade Mookie Betts and get rid of Xander Bogarts and do all this stuff. And then they just fire him. It's like, what? Like, I don't really understand. He kind of got the short end of the stick here. Uh, so Bloom should get another chance, in my opinion, somewhere else. Lineup and roster notes. Again, we are winging this. So give me some grace with these notes if they're not the best. Baltimore Orioles. Let's see if they have done anything new. Um, Heston Kierstad's up, and he's on the bench more often than not, it appears. But he did a homer in his first at bat the other day, or his first for his first hit the other day. But he should get some first base, maybe, and some outfield reps. Uh, looks like you know him and Ryan O'Hearn are both left uh, lefties, so not really sure how that's going to work. Key and Ryan O'Hearn. Uh, he could DH, Ryan Mountcastle's a righty. So we could get some platoon reps here. Also with Austin Hayes, who's a righty. So look for some platoon reps on the short side for Heston Kirstead uh, to finish off this season here. And John Means is back. John Means business. I know that is a Raymond favorite here. So John Means for start of the season, five innings. And he got... Hit pretty bad. 7-2 Sierra. Wonderful. A one whip, which is his calling card. He's a whip master. And he only had 1K. And, yeah, zero walks. So 1K. Basically, could have been worse. Not too bad. You know, one start, you give up a homer, and it's going to crush you. So, and I think that's what he did. He's a 3.6 home run to nine. So, I'm assuming that's what happened to Mr. John Means here. And let's go to the next team. Boston Red Sox. Uh, yep, Heimblum, we already know about that. Willie Abreu and Sedane Rafaela are kind of forming a platoon here. Rafaela is much better, and he started 
like four or five games in a row, but he didn't start today. And I don't think he started yesterday either, uh, but he's been playing some middle infield on top of the outfield. So that's good for position eligibility for next year. If you have Rafaela, hopefully he gets uh, starting reps next year, which that means they would need to move someone. Probably Adam Duvall would be my guess, but they still have William Abreu. They still have Verdugo. They still have Yoshida. And I guess one of them can also DH and they have story unless they're going to make Rafael a full-time second baseman where they have Arias there now. So that's kind of what's going on with the Red Sox lineup. Trevor story has been terrible. Brian Bayo has been awesome. Chris sale was awesome today. Uh, we might, you know, there could be some good streaming options here out of these guys um, moving forward for the end of the season, end of the fantasy season with the Red Sox rotation. Chicago White Sox. What do we got with the White Sox? Looks like nothing new. So we'll pass on them. Uh, the, here's also the, some decent streaming options. And for a two-start starter, you might get Mike Clevenger as a two-start starter next week. So I know he's not the best, but he has been somewhat decent of late. I want to say, let's see, let's look at his game log here. And we will have to deal with loading. So... Last time out against the Royals, six innings, seven Ks. Pretty good. Zero walks. Before that, against Detroit, seven Ks, zero walks, seven innings. So he's had three. He got rocked one start, but three of his last four starts were really, really good. And four of his last six. So he got rocked by Detroit for eight runs, and he also got rocked in Seattle. Well, not really rocked, but four runs in Seattle and five innings, not good. So he's had four, he's four for six in his last six starts. That's not bad. Two start week next week. Uh, you could do worse than Clevenger. We'll talk about his starts in a second when we get down to the two star week. Cleveland Guardians. Oh, also the White Sox. Or on that note, uh, Santos, Brian Shaw splitting closer duties. So let's talk about those Guardians now, shall we? Cleveland Guardians. We have nothing new. Oh, Josh Naylor's back. I think I mentioned that last week, but just in case you didn't know, Bo Naylor is, should be hitting higher in the order. He's been on fire. Um, this is a guy we'll talk about a little bit later, so I don't want to get too much into it, but he should be hitting higher in the order. Uh, Giolito had a good first start with the Guardians, and I knew that one was coming because uh, if you win on Baseball Savant, you can see he destroyed basically every hitter in this lineup his whole career against Texas and an awesome start. And I would be adding Giolito still in any leagues where he's available um, because he is, I picked him up in a 12 team league and streamed him because he was bad before that. How about them D town tigers? Detroit tigers. We've got uh, not much going on Bias sucks. So Good pitching. Reese Olsen has been good. Sawyer Gibson Long is up. So that's kind of what's going on with them. Uh, Torkelson has been awesome down the stretch here. That bias contract is going to haunt them, I think. That's something that's going to slow this team's development down. If bias was who they should who he was supposed to be when they signed him, then they would be a much better team. Or if they had gotten Correa instead. Houston Astros... Nothing changed from last week. Basically, they're running the same lineup out there, same roster construction, so nothing new with the Astros. Kansas City Royals. Um, Massey has been hitting pretty well lately. 
he is now in a platoon again, strong side platoon. So he lost his full time playing time, but he's still been playing well. I guess he's platooning with Nick Lofton, I want to say. And he is hitting sixth for the Royals right now regularly. While Cole Reagans continues to beast mode and nothing else really going on here. LA Angels. Uh, Neto's back. Otani's gone. Out for the season. So see ya. That means Brandon Drury's hitting third. So you got Shaney Well, Neto, Drury, Crone, Walsh. Uh, so three first basemen. <laughs> Basically. Then Ohapi hitting sixth. Who Ohapi, talk about fire. Ohapi's been on fire as well of late. So don't forget about uh, Logan Ohapi. If he's available in leagues, actually, he's in, available in my TGFBI because I dropped him myself or Bo Naylor. They've both been really good lately. So Ohapi, Naylor, going to be some good starting catchers for the beginning of next season. Um, also, the rotation, Detmers has a start tomorrow. So if you need a stream of start tomorrow, Detmers at Detroit. It's pretty darn good. I'm doing it. Minnesota Twins. Uh, Royce Lewis is amazing. <laughs> Five grand slams or whatever this season in like 30 games. So that's insane. Blanco hitting second, uh, playing second. All Royce Lewis is playing third right now. Correa shortstop. Kirilov back in the lineup. We talked about Kirilov. And... To talk a little more about Kirilov, let's look. And by the way, Louis Varland is in the bullpen. He's been pretty solid. So if you need an SPRP type, uh, Varland could do worse. Let's see how Kirilov has been since he returned to the lineup from his injury. So since September 8th, which is not that long, he is 7 for 24, which is a 304 batting average. But he's not really doing much damage. Only has one barrel during that time. Four runs, two RBI, and a steal. So he's getting he's getting hits, but he's at 368 Babbitt, and he's not barreling the ball. So that's a note for Mr. Kirilov here down the stretch. New York Yankees. Uh, we got DJ LeMahieu leading off, Judge hitting second, Glaver third, Austin Wells at cleanup, which is shocking, ahead of Giancarlo Stanton. Volpe has moved up to sixth, and then we've got Oswald and Oswaldo hitting eighth and ninth. That is not confusing whatsoever. <laughs> uh, Vandy, Randy Vasquez is in the bull, is in the rotation with Michael King, Clark Schmidt getting a two-start week next week. We'll talk more about that in a sec. As I try to bring up Austin Wells' stats here, since he got called up, he's hitting 103, 156, 138, a minus 21 WRC+. Plus. That's what you like in a cleanup hitter, isn't it? He wasn't even that good in the minors. I'm not a big Austin Wells guy. Hence my rankings of him in the prospect rankings. I don't think he was in my top 100. Just off the top of my noggin here. Oakland A's. Uh, Galoff has dropped down to third in the order. He's still been bad lately. Shane Gleers has been on fire of late. Bunch of homers. Uh, he's hitting fifth now. And then... Rotation, Sears has a two-star week, so that's a decent two-star week. Mason Miller's back in the rotation, but he only pitched two innings the other day, and I don't know. I think he's pitching today. I don't know how many innings he's going to get. Or no, he's pitching tomorrow. Maybe he gets three innings, four innings, and then they're just trying to keep him short here and prep him for next season. That's an AZL candidate, maybe, unless they've already announced. I haven't, I'm behind on podcasts and news and stuff like that. Seattle Mariners, Kalenic's back in the lineup. Kelnick hitting sixth. Kalnick, Kalenic, potato, potato. 
Raymond's going to shoot me for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cal Rally hitting third right now for the Mariners. Rotation sick, even with Robbie Ray out. Bullpen sick, even after trading Seawald. So looks like they're going to make some playoffs and looks like they're going to make some noise, which makes me happy. I like the Mariners. Tampa Bay Rays. Um, yeah, still, they, they called up a shortstop today. Tristan Gray, I think. He's like 27 or 28. Basically, it doesn't matter because uh, Walls got hurt. They got Basabe too, playing short. So that Wander Franco hole in that lineup is pretty big. But I guess, you know, lesson learned. <laughs> Stay away from little kids out there if you're thinking about it. <laughs> Hopefully you're not. It's weird. It's bad. Uh, Texas Rangers. We have... Robbie Grossman hitting fifth right now. Ew, that lineup. This lineup is a little rough right now. Evan Carter's been okay since coming up. But with all these guys missing, it's a little rough. I think Josh Young should be coming back before the end of the season for the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, hopefully they make the playoffs. Evan Carter hitting 300, 423, 500 with one homer and two steals in eight games. So pretty solid debut for Mr. Evan Carter here. And... Of course, Scherzer out. They're running four-man rotation right now. Avaldi, Gray, Dunning, Montgomery. Haney is in the pen. He's been like, they've been putting like an opener for him because he has not been that good right now or lately, of late. Uh, with Scherzer probably out for the playoffs, which sucks. If they make the playoffs, they're looking at like Evaldi, Montgomery. And are they really going to start Dane Dunning in the playoffs? They might just go three-man. I might if I were them anyway. Toronto Blue Jays. Um, do, do, do David Schneider. I still don't really like him hitting fourth. I don't know why so many people like him. But yeah, Kirk Varsho have been huge disappointments this season. And Galsman has been a bit of a roller coaster lately. I own him in an important league, and some of these bad starts have been hurting me quite a bit uh, because I traded a lot for him in that league. So keep that in mind. Now, let's look at the National League. Arizona Diamondbacks. We have Christian Walker struggling a little bit lately, by the way. Just a note. Gabriel Moreno has been awesome. Uh, still got Gallon going here. Ryan Nelson is a stream tomorrow. If you need a starter tomorrow, late starter tomorrow in a deep league, Ryan Nelson is available. Atlanta Bravos uh, lineup's insane. Nothing really new here, except Acuna is trying to go 40-80, and uh, Matt Olson's trying to hit 55 homers, 60 homers this year. So, Sean Murphy has been kind of bad lately, and he has not been starting every other. Like he's been, I think Darno has been starting more than Murphy the last couple weeks because they're trying to get Murphy out of his funk. And then Kyle Wright's back, and he's in the rotation. So uh, that's interesting. They've been running some spot starters out there, and Alan Winnings has been the best one. So if you see winnings come back up because they just sent him down. So now they can't call him back up for 10 more days, uh, which for head to head leagues kind of puts him out of range. But for uh, any other road type leagues, you might be able to get him. Or if you play the last week of the season, Chicago Cubs, nothing new really going on with them to note, except Jordan Wicks is still in the rotation uh, Stroman is supposed to pitch out of the bullpen when he returns rather than the rotation. So if you look on 
probable pitching things. You'll you'll see Stroman on there for a two-star week next week, but it's actually going to be Assad. And Wicks is not as good as he's been pitching. He's a 199 ERA. He's actually not that good. His swing strike rate is much lower. His K-minus walk is only 11.2. His Sierra is 4.43. So keep that in mind with Jordan Wicks is that this magic is probably going to run its course at some point. Um, and with Alzale out, I don't know. Julian Merriweather and Mark Leiter are apparently closing. So we'll see who kind of runs away with the saves. Alzale might be done for the year. We are now on the Cincinnati Reds. Nick Martini, I don't know why he's playing in this lineup. And they've got guys like Noel V. Marte and CES on the bench and Bader and Renfro. So, like, why is he there? I don't really understand that one. But, hey, um, I guess they're trying to just mix and match because they've been struggling a bit lately. Because Ellie is now hitting eighth, which is a big thing. Fraley, their, their lineup right now looks like this against a righty. Fraley, Martini, Steer, Friedel, India, Votto, Stevenson, Ellie, Will Benson. Which Will Benson, to me, should be starting every day. Renfro should be starting every day. Noelvi should be starting every day. Probably CES, too. So I don't really understand that. They're showing not showing Connor Phillips in their rotation, but he's there and he's going to make a start next week. I think on Monday. But they only have five games next week, so it's not a two-star week. Um, but Connor Phillips is going to be in the rotation. He is going to start. So keep that in mind. And Carson Spires is up, too, uh, because they put somebody on the I.L., we're going to hit that later. Um, like I said, kind of, oh yeah, TJ Antone is who they put on the aisle. Colorado Rockies, Chris Bryant's back. He's looked pretty good. They've been home this week. So Montero, Bryant, like all these guys have been smashing this last week. Uh, home games play Rockies, right? Besides that, nothing new. We all know what the Rockies do and what they don't do. LA Dodgers, um, JD Martinez is back hitting fifth. Max Muncy's hitting fourth. So that's what the lineup's looking like right now is Betts, Freeman, Smith, Will Smith, Muncy, Jimmy Martinez, and then a bunch of old guys like Peralta, Hayward, Halpin, Chris Taylor jumping in there, um, Kershaw pitching hurt, Gavin Stone's in the rotation right now, uh, Pepio's in the rotation, and Bobby Miller's in the rotation. Gavin Stone, since coming back up, let's see how he's done. Uh, he's had two starts, and he got blown up last time by the Padres. And at Boston, he did okay. Uh, like, definitely below average. Not great. Give, giving up a ton of homers this year. And this is a guy who gave up, like, no homers last year in the minors. So, kind of shocking to see that. Maybe Sheehan bumps him again at some point. Him and Sheehan have both been kind of getting blown up. I think Sheehan's going to be better long-term. Miami Marlins, nothing new. We've got Arias, Bell, Berger, Jazz is the lineup right now. Top four, anyway. Xavier Edwards is playing every day. Jesus Sanchez has been kind of hot, kind of not. Uh, he just doesn't play every day, but he's been good when he has been playing in his platoon. Um, rotation. We have a six-man rotation right now with Brian Hoeing making starts. Yuri is still starting, so that's good. Uh, hopefully he doesn't get shut down because I've got him in some leagues that I'm still competing in. Braxton Garrett is in there. So hard to get two start weeks out of the Marlins with that six man going on right now. Milwaukee Brewers, uh, same weird lineup with South Relic hitting cleanup. Don't get it. Pitching's great. So I don't know. Uh, Garrett Mitchell's trying to come back. He's on a rehab assignment. So we'll see if we get some Garrett Mitchell reps right before the end of the year. Mets, 
Ronnie Mauricio is playing third base. And what else is new here? DJ Stewart's hitting third. Pete Alonso uh, and Olsen, just really good hitters, those two first basemen. I always put them in the same tier, like the last two or three years. Uh, they're kind of pretty similar. Just one's a righty, one's a lefty. Ronnie Mauricio, by the way, hitting 282, 333, 410 in 11 games with a homer and four steals. And he's hitting the crap out of the ball. He's hitting the ball very, very hard. Just needs to get it off the ground. Hit it more in the air. He's still at a 56% ground ball rate. That's just too much. But he is hitting the crap out of the ball. That is for sure. They're also running six-man rotation, by the way, with Jose Buto and Joey Lucchesi in the end of the rotation. So uh, uh, you're probably not going to get a two-star week out of anybody here down the stretch. Be very rare. Phillies lineup has been hot lately. So stay away from starts versus the Phillies. Like Trey, Harper, uh, Bohm, Stott, Schwarber, Real Noto, Castellanos, a good lineup, Marsh. Like, just stay away from that lineup. I would. Uh, bullpen, Cabral, and Alvarado are basically splitting saves at this point. Pittsburgh Pirates, we have Cabron Hayes still lighting the world on fire. Jack Swinski's back with a vengeance, hitting fourth. We'll talk more about him. Juwan Bay has been leading off against righties. Uh, Luis Ortiz has been okay in the rotation. Rejoin the rotation. Um, so he's been much better lately. Let's see. His last few times out. Do, do, do. Let's bring up Luis Ortiz real quick. Take a little shortcut. Want to provide information. Nobody else is really talking about Luis Ortiz. Oh, but of course today and he's pitched one inning and gave given up uh, three runs with three walks. So never mind. All the good things I was about to say about Luis Ortiz's last few starts has just gone to the pooper. So we'll skip that. Padres. Haseon Kim has like 35 steals or something like that, by the way. That's amazing. Uh, Camposano has been hitting like fifth lately, fourth or fifth in the lineup. So he's hitting like right behind Kim to see Soto Machado with like Bogart hitting behind him. So he's in a good spot. Uh, Camposano, if you need a catcher, could do a lot worse. Matt Waldron, the knuckleball guy, he's uh, in a rotation, I guess, until the end of the year. And so there's a guy named Pedro Avila. Avila. He probably sucks. I don't know him. <laughs> Just straight up. Uh, he's Yeah, he's not good. He's actually better than sucks, though. He's, like, just below average. He's, I don't want to say he sucks. Does throw 94. But he's definitely below average. 149 whip. Ew. 449 Sierra. And then uh, Waldron, he had an okay start today. 5Ks, one walk, and five and a third. Um, K minus walk is terrible. Swing strike rates are terrible. All the metrics are terrible for him. All, he, all we know about him is that he's a knuckleball, and knuckleballs are cool. So that's about it. San Fran Giants. Um, Yastrzemski is leading off in front of Estrada, Flores, Conforto, Lamont Wade. Uh, rotation. Harrison is not showing in the rotation for some reason. Did they send him back down? Because I missed that. I know his last couple starts – have been a little rough. So let me search Kyle Harrison real quick. Kyle Harrison. Because I might have missed that. Yeah, they sent him back down. So I don't know. Um, strange. I guess because uh, he got hit, hit up. 
at cores. Like, come on. You're going to make him pitch at cores and then you drop him. So you got a 518 ERA. So whatever. I think that's dumb. He did have a couple of really good starts and then a couple of bad starts. So anyway, Kyle Harrison, er, see you. I still like him long-term, but I guess he's not going to be up for the rest of the year. Now we have, what team are we on? Cardinals. Uh, Nolan Gorman is hurt, so Alec Burleson's hitting third. I mean, Burleson's okay. I don't really understand the fascination with him that uh, this manager has. It would make more sense for Jordan Walker to hit third <laughs> than Alec Burleson. Jordan Walker's a lot better, but I don't get it. Like, really don't. He's a big dude. Low bad because he's slow. Like, under 300 OBP. He's just not really that good. He's a terrible base runner. And terrible defender. Minus 11 defense. Like, I don't know. Burleson's just not good. In my opinion. And then Washington Nationals. We've got... Kibert Ruiz hitting third now, and he's been good. C.J. Abrams has been good. Lane Thomas has been good. So I thought that lineup is actually pretty interesting. Uh, rotation. We have Jackson Rutledge in the rotation right now, and he was a prospect of note at one point. He was a first-round pick. So what has Rutledge done so far? He got completely destroyed is what he's done. <laughs> he pitched uh, one start. He went three and two-thirds, and he has a 17 ERA. So at three and two thirds, he gave up seven runs. That's beautiful. Jackson Rutledge, folks. But he was a first round pick, so he should be better than that. But we'll see. That's it for the lineup notes. Let's get to the injury notes now. Try to fly through some of these. I know that was off kilter. So Joey Otani's out for the season, oblique. Tristan Casas hit the IL, might return for the final week, shoulder injury. Joe Musgrove is out for the season with a shoulder injury. Stroman is to pitch out of the pen the rest of the year. Uh, Jason Dominguez probably getting TJ. TJ Antone already hurt. Elbow. Uh-oh. Uh, Max Scherzer, talked about that after the season, probably after the playoffs. Back. Ryan Mountcastle is out with a shoulder injury. I don't know how long. Sandy Alcantara has a mild UCL spring, which is scary, but apparently could pitch again this year. Uh, isn't that what they said about Shane McClanahan? Dylan Carlson out for the season, ankle surgery. Jose Miranda out for the season, shoulder. O'Neill Cruz out for the season. Never, just never came back. Jose Siri, out for the season, broke my hand. Albert Alzale, out for the season, forearm strain. Basically, any pitcher at this point that gets hurt because it's a 15-day IL is out for the season. Nolan Gorman, out with a hamstring injury. He might return for the final week. And then here's my rankings for 12-team ads. Jack Sawinski is number one. He's really hot right now. Number two is Ryan Pepio, uh, two-star week. He's been really good. Number three, Cabrian Hayes. Been really hot lately. Number four, Ryan Helsley. Uh, people just playing fantasy football now because you got a Cardinals. The, the closer for the Cardinals is just sitting out there, and he was awesome last year, and he's been really good this year. So if he's available, I can get him. Next, number five, Chris Bryant, uh, playing in cores. He's been he's been good since coming back from his injury. Number six, Lucas Giolito. Uh, maybe the Guardians fixed him, so it looked great last time out. If he was dropped, go get him. Number seven, Reed Detmers with the Angels. Uh, Demers has been better lately, so let's see if he can keep on track. Number eight, Logan Allen, been better lately. Number nine, Gabriel Moreno, been awesome if you need a catcher. 
10, Zach Neto. Uh, if you need a middle infielder, he's back off the IL. Uh, 12, Noel V. Marte. I would take him over Ronnie Mauricio, but both of them have been pretty solid. Playing time for Marte is a little skeptical, but he's in Cincy versus Mauricio, who's pretty much playing every day. 15, Team League ads. I've got number one, Jose Alvarado, who's getting saves. Number two, Bo Naylor, who's been awesome at catcher. Like I said, also Logan Ohapi has been really good lately. So if you need a catcher between Moreno, Naylor, Ohapi, you've got some really good options. And Lane Gleers, who's been smashing homers. Also Luis Camposano, who I have on this list a little bit lower. Number three, Mason Miller. Um, Miller, as long he's not going to pitch a lot of innings, but he's going to be good when he's playing. So that's why I got Mason Miller there. Number four, Tommy Pham. He's been pretty good since joining the Diamondbacks. Uh, five, Heston Kierstad. Just depends on how she's going to play, but I think it's going to be good. Six, PCA, who came up with the Cubs. I failed to mention that one, as I've been one. Number seven, Luis Camposano. Talked about him already. Eight, Sedane Rafael. Talked about him. As long as he gets PT, he's been playing really good, really well, I should say, uh, when he's been up. Next nine, Connor Phillips with the Reds. Uh, he is in the rotation. Ten, Zach Thompson with the Cardinals. Been looking pretty solid. Sadly, like the Cardinals' best starter. Uh, where am I at? 11, Michael Massey. If you need a middle infielder with the Royals, he's been good, even though he's in a platoon right now. Uh, next, Jose Buto with the Mets. Been solid. Yohan Mankata with the White Sox has been very good. Alejiros Montero for when the Rockies are at home. And Alex Kirilov. Those are my guys there. Uh, Two-star pitcher rankings for next week that are available. So this is not every two-star pitcher. This is just the guys that are probably available in your leagues uh, or could be potentially number one, Ryan Pepio. So Pepio, let me read off the starts to help you out just so you know. So Ryan Pepio, if this thing will load, I had this up just a second ago. So Ryan Pepio, great listening right here, huh? Ryan Pepio has Detroit on Tuesday and San Francisco Giants on Sunday next week. That's awesome. I would love to have that two-star week for Pepio. John Means. John Means business. John Means has at Houston first start, which is rough, but then his second start is at Cleveland, which is amazing because Cleveland's offense is the worst in baseball. So if you want to try to skate past Houston – uh, you're going to get an at Cleveland start, which is going to be really good for John Means. Number three, I would actually, maybe I'd put, I think I'd put Means uh, actually below Ryan and Bradley. So I'm going to go number one, Pepio. I'm going to go number two, Joe Ryan. So we got Joe Ryan, who I know has not been the same guy second half, but he's still been good. Uh, Monday, we got at Cincinnati, which is rough. But then Sunday, we have versus LA Angels, who are terrible. So one good start, one bad start, Joe Ryan. I'll take the one good, one bad with Ryan ahead of the one good, one bad with Means because Ryan is better than Means, simply put. Um, And then I'm going to put Taj Bradley ahead of Means too. So I'm going to go Pepio, Joe Ryan, Taj Bradley, then John Means. So Taj Bradley currently is lined up for a Tuesday start versus LA, the Angels, who suck. And then he's got a Sunday start at home against Toronto. Toronto's a good lineup. Uh, at least the top half of the lineup is good, but they're playing in Tampa, which is hard for hitters. So I'm down with Bradley over means too. So Pepio, Ryan, Bradley means number five. I'm going to have Javier Assad who 
should be starting Tuesday versus Pittsburgh and then Sunday versus Colorado, both at home. Both excellent starts. Assad is not that great, but those starts are awesome, so take Assad. Uh, number six is going to be J.P. Sears. So J.P. Sears, Oakland starter, is versus Seattle on Monday. Seattle's been hot, so be cautious with that one. But it's at home, so that's good. And then Saturday, home again versus Detroit. So he's got two home starts in Oakland, which is good. And one is on a Saturday even, so he's almost guaranteed to get his two-star week, which is something you want to look at. Uh, but he does have to play versus Seattle, and he's still, like, I think Bradley, Ryan, Means, Pepe are all better than him, just better, more skill. Uh, those Sears is not bad. So that's where I'm at there. Sears number six. Number seven, Cal Quantrill. So with Cal Quantrill, he has Monday at Kansas City, which is super easy. And then he's got Sunday next at the end of the week uh, versus Baltimore, which is rough. It's at home, but it's still versus Baltimore. I actually would probably rather at be at Baltimore than versus Baltimore um, because Baltimore's home ballpark is not good for righties. So Quantrill, I have under those other guys. I just don't like them as much. Uh, number eight, I've got Kyle Wright with the Braves. Kyle Wright has Philly on Monday, which is tough, and that's at home. And Atlanta's a hitter's park, so that's a scary one. But then he has at Washington on Saturday, so he's pretty much guaranteed for his two-star week. Uh, but he did just come back to be weary of is this guy just came back from injury. He's been out most of the season and has not been great this year when he's been pitching. He's been walking a lot of guys, 189 whip, but still he has a start at Washington. So that alone is enough to note. And he's pretty much guaranteed for that two start week, which is very important. So that's, Pepio 1, Ryan 2, Bradley 3, Means 4, Assad 5, Sear 6, Quantrill 7, Wright 8. Number 9, I have Brady Singer. So Brady Singer, I know it's been a little rough for him lately. He just had a kid, so maybe he's not sleeping very well. But he's got versus Cleveland on Monday, and then he has at Houston on Sunday. So he's got one good start, one bad start here for Brady Singer. Um, we're getting near that. So number 9, Brady Singer. Number 10. We have Edward Cabrera with the Marlins. Cabrera is supposed to get the Mets on Monday, and then he is supposed to be, get the Mil Milwaukee, both at home, uh, on Sunday. Which, if it's at Milwaukee, that'd be a little scary, but since he's at home, it's not really that scary. Uh, Cabrera, really, it's just all about control. He's a roller coaster, so those could be very good starts or very bad starts, but um, that's why I have him under the guys I have him under. Uh, next, we have Clark Schmidt with the Yankees. So, Clark Schmidt has Tuesday versus Toronto, and he has Sunday versus Arizona. So both kind of tougher matchups and both in New York. So I don't like those, which is why I have Clark Schmidt so low. Next, I have Mike Clevenger with the White Sox. Clevenger has an at Washington on Monday, which is awesome. And then he has at Boston on Sunday, which is uh, a little worse. I'm actually going to move Clevenger because those starts are pretty good. Uh, ahead of Schmidt. And then, so we've got at Washington for Clevenger, and we have at Boston for Clevenger. And that's on a Sunday, second start. Last, we have, Drew, and definitely least, we have Drew Rahm with the Cardinals. He had one good start against his old team. Of course, he's going to do that. But um, we have Tuesday versus Milwaukee at home, and we have at San Diego on Sunday. He could probably get rocked in that one. So be careful about that. He could theoretically get rocked in both of them, but 
San Luis is hard to hit at. So I just wanted to note him because he's probably available in like almost every league. And if you need a guy, like that's your worst case scenario, I guess. So you got one Pepio, two Ryan, three Taj, four John Means, five Assad, six Sears, seven Quantrill, eight Wright, nine Singer, 10 Cabrera, 11 Clevenger, 12 Schmidt, 13 Drew Rom. That's it. All the other guys are probably owned in almost every league. Guys who could still be promoted this season. Colt Keith, Justin Thunder Malloy, Tyler Black, Kyle Manzardo, Ben Brown. That's what I got. And then moves that I made last week. Let me look because I did not take notes or write anything down yet. <laughs> Sorry. We we're going to do this the long way. Uh, moves that I made. I only made $1 moves in TGFBI, but I added Bo Naylor for Logan O'Hoppy. And what else did I do? That might be it. I added Connor Phillips, I think, for Logan Allen. Now I'm trying to add Logan Allen back, so love that. Henry Davis is off the IL for me. Gorman hit the IL. That's a little rough. Um, I'm in the middle of the pack right now in TGFBI. I'm like number 200, so I'm like right in the middle. I'm like 55th percentile or something, I think. So not the best season for me. Last season I won my league and finished in the top 50 in my first year. But this year has been rough with injuries on my TGFBI team. Like I have had insane amounts of injuries. My whole pitching staff, more or less. Mike Trout. Uh, it's, been, it's been a hard one. Um, CBS, I don't think I did anything I would note, to be honest. My team is rough in that. Like I had Alzale too, just would go on the IL. So I don't really know what I'm going to do here, uh, with my CBS team. It's pretty bad. I'm in like 11th place. I was like about to be an eighth or something like that, but I've been faltering a little bit of late. Then in hot new podcasters league, which is my last industry league. I've got some other leagues too that I'm, I have a bunch of head to head leagues that are like OBP and OPS and I'm all in the final four of every single OP, OBP and OPS league. So that tells you something is that my Roto leagues are, I'm kind of in the middle, which are like batting average leagues. Whereas my OBP leagues, I'm doing very, very well. in. So I think my F scores are maybe a little too leaning toward OBP just because I think it's more important <laughs> than batting average. But um, I might have to adjust for that a little bit going forward because batting average is important in many, many leagues, not just uh, points or OVP or OPS, like in these leagues that I'm very, very competitive in. So in OPL, we haven't done anything except for we drew, uh, John Means came back. So we had to cut, uh, we had to cut somebody. John Means came back and we cut Reese Olsen, which I think I regret that. I think I like Olsen better than Means. And that's just because he had a good start. Uh, I don't know. Raymond was saying that he preferred Means to Olsen, and he's a Tigers fan. So I was just like, okay, I'm going to go with the Tigers fan on this one. And then we had somebody else come off the IL, and we had to drop someone else. But I can't remember what it is. And that's it. Like I said, kind of weeing it, this podcast. So next time we'll get right back to our normal broadcast probably one more week of the regular season. We're not going to have a midweek podcast. Uh, I'm trying to set one up uh, for the very end of the season here with a special guest where we can talk about some F scores and stuff like that and what we're going to do next year. So that's it. See you next time. Hope you enjoy the pod. Hope the two-star stuff helps and the lineup stuff helps. And hopefully you win your leagues. Peace out, y'all. Later.